0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Teach Me Something Good. We're trying something new with the podcast. So every episode is going to focus on one topic instead of two. Uh, We think that'll be easier for you to kind of get into the groove of and not have this seismic shift. So we're going to keep talking with Claire McNear. If you remember from the last episode, uh, she's a writer for The Ringer. She wrote this great book, Answers in the Form of Questions, A Definitive History and Insider's Guide to Jeopardy. And we decided to talk to her about Not Jeopardy. Claire, you have been on a... You've been on a publicity... You know... Uh, junket these past few weeks. You've been going around to different radio stations, television, internet. You've been talking about Jeopardy, non-stop. We don't want you to talk about fucking Jeopardy anymore. We're done with that. <laughs> We're all fucking done. We get it. A cultural institution, fine. We want you to talk about Bricks.
1: <laughs> I am so, so, so excited about this. Um, I Before we get into the the bricks I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of my weird family history please do um, as as the big disclaimer to lead to lead all of this uh, my family works in bricks and I have forsaken the, the family business I'm a journalist a writer and therefore I am an idiot I know I have I know very little about my uh, my sacred family trade so I spend some time on the phone with my dad. I will be telling you guys many lies and inaccuracies, and that is my fault and not my father's. He, he will bring that up with me later, but I'm going to do my best <laughs> here. Uh, we so, deal uh, in lies <laughs> and inaccuracies, so
2: yeah, you yeah, have for, come great, to the
1: great. right place. Yeah. For a
0: show yeah. about facts, we're it's awfully just, bad about it. It's like Snopes facts. where they
1: like intentionally put in a couple of inaccuracies just so you don't believe everything you see. Um, so the, my family history is that, um, and I'm sorry, this is what, this is way too much information, but we're just going to
0: do it. No, let's do it.
1: My, my family came to the U S uh, my dad's 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 side of the family, um, in 1725, uh, Ooh. from Ireland, they were Scots, Irish didn't, didn't like Ireland, had a really bad time there. They were ethnically Scottish They were like a religious minority, hated it, moved to America, Uh, There was like this weird belief at the time that the the Scots were hardy folk. So they would help with the like northern American boundary and be able to sort of weather skirmishes from from Native Americans, Canadians, British, whatever. Um, So he settled there with his family. He was like kidnapped three times during the French and Indian War. Oh, my it. gosh. There was like what? a whole long line of John McNeers who were like ship's captains. And, and like many of them died at sea, but they all had sons named John McNear before they did this. So kept the line going. And then somewhere in the 1850s, my ancestor moved to New Orleans and continued to sail, carrying freight to New York. Eventually gets sick of this. San Francisco at that point is kind of a happening place. The gold rush has just happened and, and their population is blowing up out there. So he moves to California, travels there via Panama, uh, quite a journey, but he gets there and he settles in a, in a, a small growing city called Petaluma, and that's um, just north of San Francisco. And critically, it is on the Petaluma River, which spits out into the San Pablo Bay, which is kind of the north end of the San Francisco Bay, so is right there with San Francisco. And uh, John Augustus, my ancestor, sets up camp, and, and over the next few decades, he, his sons, his brother, uh, start a whole bunch of businesses. And one is horse feed, one is eggs, and another is bricks. And uh, the the story goes: when my great 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 grandfather uh, started the brickyard, took over the brickyard, it, he got kind of the short straw. It was like it was considered the worst of those businesses. Like that, in fact, it was it was the bad mm-hmm. business. It was the Lousy, the small, the smallest one, and um, you know his brothers or whatever it was locked out. But unfortunately, then refrigerators happened and cars happened, so only the brickyard remains today.
0: Ding,
1: ding, um, ding, ding, and ding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and so we have mcnear brick and block which is my family business it's 90 employees my dad is the current president my uncle my aunts work there my little brother my cousins work, have worked there at various points oh, i so used you to you do- are a disappointment i am
0: <laughs> yeah oh yeah no i
1: <laughs> have disappointed the family brought shame um And uh, I I used to do, like, little stints there during, like, spring break, summer break, and just doing office busy work. Um, I'm sure not helping at all. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But so the brickyard is in Marin County. It's it's due north of San Francisco. It's right on the bay, um, which was intentional for reasons we will talk about. Okay. it's really just, like, a preposterously beautiful location. My dad takes his his dog to work with him and just sends me these pictures oh. of the dog, like, wading into the ocean, just, like, having the best life that any mammal has oh. ever had. Uh. So it's really fascinating. And uh, in the early days, there was originally a plant in San Francisco, also, that is long since, long since gone. So it's just this this little factory in uh, Northern California. So I, I don't know if it makes more sense for me to just kind of ramble at you guys about bricks and what I have Hell learned, yes. or if you have questions, I, I have limited I, look, knowledge. The, the
0: first question I would ever have is what what is a brick? <laughs> True. And how did we figure out bricks?
2: True. Yeah, I second
0: that. Because I don't know what a brick is. I know it's hard. I yeah. know that if someone throws them at your face, it hurts.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we also specialize in, in like mafia threats. That's like Excellent. a side hustle. Though Fantastic. I have heard, I've heard that
2: cans of soup are better.
0: Oh yes. That's we true. We don't like now. to talk about
2: that in the McNear family. <laughs> Just soup for my family.
0: There's <laughs> soup.
2: So. <laughs> the-, the
0: McNeers and the Campbells, a long story oh, yeah,
1: exactly, rivalry. Exactly. <laughs> we fled to California <laughs> to avoid the Campbells. Um. So uh, it's it's funny. I I talked to him a bit about kind of the fundamental idea of a brick and and he <laughs> raised a point. No, I yes. really did. This was a very, uh. you know, significant father-daughter conversation. And it, he made the point that I mean the reason why you see bricks all over the world, all over history, just, you know, for for centuries and centuries this has been a fundamental building product is is because like a brick is actually a very simple thing. You you can take basically any dirt Pretty much any dirt, unless it's too salty or or too sandy. Uh, pretty much any kind of dirt will work. You mix it with water, you make it into a nice little brick shape, and then you cook it, and and that turns into a really durable um, building product. And and I mean that's huh. why you could still see bricks from Roman ruins uh, today. Bricks today in the United States. Okay, so this really is a book report. Um, this, this is you you <laughs> stumbled
0: upon the format of the show. Yep. It's a, it's, we, <laughs> like, I don't know why Katie does it because she's still in school, but me, uh, long out of school and definitely in school did nothing academic, uh, relish the fact to write book reports every week, every month or so. <laughs> so welcome.
1: Well, great. But so an interesting thing about today is if you are driving around the United States, many other parts of, of the world as well, but, and you see a, a brick house, you're like, oh, look, look at that is, that is a brick it's, house. That was it's built mighty, mighty. The last few decades. It's letting it all hang out. today most most brick homes are not actually brick homes they they are wood homes which is much cheaper to build Uh, with with a one brick thick veneer it is Uh, it is a veneer product exactly and uh and that has a version of that has been true um for a long time like if you if you go to like London or something. I think you will mm-hmm. see a lot. Even even like New York, just an old building. If you it kind of goes the other way where instead of a brick veneer, the brick was the fundamental building product. Yeah. It really was a brick building. But you'll see on the front they've actually used stone. Just yeah. on just okay. on the very front. And you can usually see the brick on the side where they were like, ugh, nobody nobody cares about that. Because the stone was was more expensive and harder to work with and and the brick was just like commonplace. So they, right. they didn't
0: think it was good enough. Here in Baltimore, and I can speak from personal experience because mm-hmm. I have a I have this house. Uh, Formstone is a wonderful invention in which <clears throat> uh, your brick houses, your brick fronted buildings, and all of these row homes. My house is made out of uh, brick and pretzels at this point. Um, <laughs> hey, minus but
2: two. It really
0: is. <laughs> the, the whole, <laughs> Baltimore's infrastructure is mostly popsicle sticks. It, but the fun- I,
2: thats what lathe is. Like our house is lathe. So it's oh. Like- plaster and lathe where it's like yeah. thin strips of wood that are just plastered over. It's like right. literally popsicle sticks.
0: Amazing. Great. Uh, <laughs> we live in the, we pay money for this. Anyway, I know. So the front of my house, uh, which I bought, it, it was originally brick. So the the whole front and the back, it's all brick. Um, but sometime in the 50s or so, uh, someone in Baltimore invented a way to uh, craft a stone-looking front of your home
1: without mm. having
0: to put in any uh, anything, really. Uh, and it's called formstone. And it's basically concrete that you mold on top of your brick. And then you can paint it if you'd like. And that's what... I had to take out my storm door because I, I broke it. Um, but where the storm door was put in, you could see the brick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our brick yeah. wall. And then the formstone uh, over it and Mm form stone. I mean, in, in places where there are row homes, you will always see brick walls. Um, but only in Baltimore will you see uh, someone who thought covering those brick walls with a thin layer of poorly painted concrete was a good idea.
2: Look, the fifties and sixties were
1: real rough for architecture. Okay. 70s too, like. But then, I mean, this—that's very common. That—that that was the the right. standard of um, uh, of Western architecture for for a couple centuries, where where brick was considered this really um, utilitarian product. Yeah. And obviously, you know, right now there's kind of this like, oh, exposed brick is so nice; it's having a moment. Um, but it was used in things like warehouses mm-hmm. um, because it was—it's very dur- durable. It's relatively affordable. It's not flammable. Insects—insects insects are not going to get into it—and it really was kind of the concrete of its day, and it was—it was sort of the—the the background mm-hmm. basic um, thing. But what's interesting—one of my favorite uh, brick buildings. This is one of my dad's as well, and—and um, and I should say that my dad loves brick it was it was like when i was when i was a high school student and visiting colleges visited johns hopkins in fact my dad would like leap out of the college tours where like you've got like the freshmen walking backwards telling you fun facts and you're trying to be like oh wow this is so interesting he would just like go over and start touching the buildings just like feel them love that pictures of their colors like he he loves brick and i went to college in Chicago ultimately and he the his favorite thing was um, there is a skyscraper in Chicago. There aren't a lot of brick skyscrapers for for reasons you might be able yeah. to guess. But Wait. this is a brick skyscraper. <laughs> it is, wow. yeah, I mean, it's 17 stories high, so it's not crazy high, but in its time it was very tall. Um, and this was of course before steel and concrete came right. along and of course became the standard and you could build much bigger buildings. But the way it works is in order to support these brick walls, these, these thick brick walls, you had to basically build super wide walls at the base of the mm-hmm. building sure. and then you taper upwards. So yeah. the walls on the ground floor of this building are six feet wide all wow. the way across. What? and it wow. tapers to just what? 18 inches at the top. That's so it is wild. Yeah. yeah that's amazing. Holy crap. great time for the brick manufacturer. That is oh. fascinating. Yeah.
0: Also, I'd like to st- I'd like to interrupt your uh th- this for a second to mention our sponsor for this podcast McNear Brick apparently
2: <laughs> yeah, The finest building material in the land sweet yes. brick swag
0: <laughs> yeah what's what's just the brick birch like brick.
1: what's the brick yeah, just merch just a, <laughs> <laughs> a brick yeah no I used to it, we when I was a little kid a few times like we had. <laughs> my my parents like planned field trips so I would go with like my class and um and I can talk about how exactly you make a brick if you are interested in that, but but there is a point where it's what's called a green brick, which just means it's still clay um Ooh. it's it's wet and it's soft i mean it's not very soft it's still a fucking brick but it has sure. not yet been cooked and made into a building material yet so so a fun thing that we got to do is like you could stick in marbles and you could kind of punch in letters Ooh. and then they would fire it and the marbles melt into cool crazy designs and and you would have your own personalized brick hey, that is cool there you go that's but it's sick. actually pretty cool yeah. and I kind of yeah. want to do that i i would easy. do yeah, this my dad i would crap. do this
0: factory door. that's so tour.
1: cool <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there is an interesting thing that I, as I slowly age into being a brick patter myself, just, you know, wandering (laughs) off to be like, wow, look at that.
2: Whoa. We are destined to become
1: our parents. It's It's true. Absolutely. Uh, it is, there are, um, I'm sure you guys have noticed even as non-brick obsessives that there are (laughs) different colors of brick. Uh, but in, (laughs) and a lot of times now that that's usually because it's been intentionally done with dyes, with chemicals. Um, but in the olden days, you kind of just built with whatever dirt you had around. So in, in London, for instance, there there is uh, what's called the London Stock Brick, and it's this kind of distinctive yellowish-brown. It, you would you would recognize it where you, you see a building built like that, and it kind of looks like a London building because it, it was so much of London that was built with this, and it just had to do with the actual soil there. And it was an interesting thing where... Usually what was happening there is, as they were expanding London in the early 1900s, they, they would actually dig up the dirt and the clay from the actual building site. They would excavate it and then just make that into the building that they built on that, on that space.
2: Goss with Trash Comedy is the podcast where we trade sweet, sweet facts like they're dirty little pieces of
0: gossip. We're a New York-based comedy team and we join joined each week with a funny, delightful friend.
1: After each person shares their facts, we rate those facts from oh my god that's not hot that's as cold as the coldest ice you've ever seen too oh my god that's so spicy my mouth is gone
0: so if that made sense to you then please join us on mondays wherever you get your podcasts Teach Me Something Good is brought to you by our Patreon subscribers. Patreon subscribers get fun surprises like stickers and are the first to know of any fun updates to the show. Your support can be as little as a dollar a month. Head to donate.teachme.show and select the Teach Me Something Good supporter tier to show your support today. That's donate.teachme.show.
1: And in Chicago, Chicago is a great brick city generally because after the Great Chicago Fire, they issued all these ordinances that basically said that you couldn't build with wood anymore. They were pretty done with having the city burn down. So that led to this incredible brick boom. Um, and, and there is this distinctive Chicago brick. I don't know that it has a name. It probably does. But it's it's this kind of pale pink soft look to it. And they've become this prized, sought-after brick and there are companies that specialize not just in chicago but all over in in dealing that antique brick of that specific kind of vintage and color and clay oh wow and will go into construction sites and basically collect it and repackage it and sell it and there there have been cases of of brick theft people Ah, brick collectors basically breaking into semi-demolished buildings and taking taking the the brick Yeah, people and their obsessions, man. I love it.
0: Do you do you know of any instances where fans of Chicago brick will think that their brick is better than like New York brick, <laughs> even though they both kind of I'm sure suck? there's you know, oh, okay, the that, the daughter of the Chicago brick
1: family just you know talking shit about New York brick. Yeah, is uh, <laughs> is a, is a
0: Chicago brick just a really deep brick?
1: Exactly. Yeah, okay, it takes yes. it takes longer.
0: It's yeah, it. it's yeah. messy to eat. Yeah, Wait. exactly. Hold on.
1: <laughs> but wow. what's interesting, actually, about my, my own personal family business is they do, they do something pretty unusual with the stuff they actually use to make the bricks. So they they used to um, kind of be a quarry themselves for, for the actual dirt, the actual clay, and they stopped doing that. They stopped mining uh, the, the dirt um, mm. about 40 years ago, and now what they use to actually make the bricks is... Um, if you are building in in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. excavating for a pool, you know, excavating for a new house, a foundation, you got to get rid of that dirt, and this is actually right. a problem. And people pay to take it to a dump. And in fact, the brickyard will uh, just accept dirt, and if it's good enough dirt, they will have the the dirt bringers Wild. pay them
0: oh, wow. to take
1: the dirt, and so Dang. they they are paid to receive um the actual supplies of it And obviously there's a lot more that goes on but uh sure. it's just sort of locally sourced dirt <laughs>
0: one, one man's trash it's true that's wild so i guess now that now that i have a decent idea of what a brick is walk us through like how you make a brick <laughs> yeah <laughs> How do you I, how do you how the fuck do you make a brick? This, this is the part where
1: I'm going to really scandalize my father who absolutely will be listening to this well. later. What, what's your what's your dad's name? Butch Jeff Jeff is Jeff, is,
0: is. we apologize and we'll send you <laughs> if Claire gets anything wrong, uh we will send you a teach me something good sticker. <laughs> That you can use to put over any of her visages in your family photos.
2: Yep. We also yep. have pictures of Corey and I. We have stickers of Corey and I's oh, faces Oh, God, that's now. right.
0: We can, yeah, okay. You guys
1: can be his new daughter. It's <laughs> all the I've family photos. i wanted to be
0: a bricklayer's daughter, a brickmaker's daughter. There
1: you go. Oh. Um, so, the the basic process is, and I have it. I have notes written down about this, so I don't screw it up too badly. But I'm sure I will anyway. So they decide they like a, a truckload of dirt, and, and the the dirt that they don't like. And like I said, you could you can use most any dirt, but it's it's dirt that's that's too sandy, too salty. If it has uh like rocks in it that are that are larger than four inches, they reject the dirt. No dirt for them. And uh, but if they like the dirt they kind of sift it for continuity one of the problems with this strategy of course is that if if you are you know building your building you want all the truckloads of brick that you buy from this company to look exactly the same you know if you go back and you order a second batch of the same color of brick it, it had better look exactly like the first batch you know so you right. don't want like the washington monument where the top half is like a totally different shade so it's really important to get the that- continuity just right
2: I think that it's a great metaphor for America.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just would like to say. But they, so they they sift it, they, you know, measure for color. They, um, it, it's, it's kind of a, a very intensive process. They have like a huge sort of central pile of dirt that they use for this. Um, but once they've decided to, the dirt's good to go, they crush it and sift it. Through a screen till it's basically just, just dust, um, which as you can imagine is a very loud, <laughs> very violent process, basically. Um, once it's basically dust, they really it, they, they add water, so it turns into a nice, a nice mud. Um, you can add colorants like chromium dioxide, which will turn it gray um, or some other color, or you can just roll with whatever the natural color is. Um, goes to a vacuum chamber to suck out all the air from the mixture and then it's squeezed through kind of a like a giant toothpaste tube is the way my dad described it um so it's you know vaguely a brick shape it's put into a mold and like it's a kind a of like a play-doh fun suit- factory yeah exactly yes. he actually compared it to play-doh love nice. that yeah love or like that. You're, you're gonna love poop. being the new member of the family instead of me um <laughs>
0: I'm so making it's, my it's, way for the dinner table, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's cut up until it's a perfect brick size. And, and there are different sizes. Um, so they have, you know, different molds for different sizes of brick. But um, these are your green bricks. And they kind of do often have a sort of greenish look to them because they're just wet, wet clay. And okay. they're put into a drying shed. They're left there from one to three weeks, often on the, lo- the longer side to just get rid of some of the moisture. After okay. that time, they're taken to the kiln, the kiln dryer complex. This Ooh. is the a, centerpiece a of the brickyard. Um, and, and basically, what it is, is it's these cars that kind of run on a continuous, very slow loop. And there are two parts of it. And the first is a really intense dryer. And they, the purpose is just to take out the very last of, of that moisture because mm-hmm. a lot of things can go wrong if you don't, like, for instance, the brick can explode. She don't want that to happen. Not what? not what you want. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, like or all they can of it melts and once? kind of
1: fuse together, and it, uh, it's just any any number of disastrous things. And, oh, and they've been wild. doing this for just over 150 years now, so they've they've seen it all, I think. But um, so oh. the, the current process, they do that, and then the second part is it comes to the actual kiln, which is this 1900 degree Fahrenheit kiln at its center, and it's cooler on either end, and that is intentional so that it can move in. Get to the really, really hot center. Slowly move through it, and then kind of have time to cool down. So by the okay. time it gets to the people waiting on the other end, it's not a red hot brick that will you know melt your hand off. Um, and and the kiln runs twenty four seven. It runs really? continuously. They have they have somebody there at the plant um, monitoring it twenty four hours a day. And that's because wow. it's so hot that actually right. shutting it down and getting it back up there is a really kind of intense process. And there have been periods of, of Multiple years where the kiln has run continuously. Um, oh wow! And Whoa. and now now their production has kind of sped up enough that that they do shut it down somewhat regularly. Um, but it is it is a pretty near continuous thing. And a fun thing about the brick factory is that um, there's a colony of, of feral cats that has settled in this place, oh, yes. and they love to sleep. Near the kiln. not oh, very, there, but like it's very much. So as as a little girl, this was like a favorite That's, thing. You're kind of peering through like the stacks of bricks, and there are little cooing kittens nesting in there, and um, yeah. I think I might have been a little more interested in the kittens than the bricks at that. Point. That's I, so don't blame cute. Me. I mean, I feel that.
2: I'd <laughs> love to. I'd actually love to hear more about these brick cats. They're great. They're great. I mean, I think
1: that that mishaps are are not super uncommon, given that they are at a factory. But uh, yeah, they do pretty well. They're well taken care of. They're just like bowls of cat food everywhere. It's very that's sweet. so oh, that's
0: cute. fun. Super uh, cute. Uh, yeah. So there so you like, go.
1: That's how you make a brick. There we go. I'm, I'm,
0: so it, it's it's wow. Pottery adjacent in that yeah. you're taking clay and making okay yeah cool. exactly
1: I mean He's it's kind the, fun, the fundamental is really simple and you know there are there's much more to it, but i I couldn't begin to
0: sure like, just
1: have my dad on next
0: yeah <laughs> next, next week for uh, with popular more demand on bricks
2: yeah we are now a brick only podcast yeah. we have we, moved
0: from bananas to bricks
2: yeah, we tried the banana the banana community.
0: Mm-hmm. We got and then no we love. did,
2: we, we tried a little um, FBI. Got to get those FBI listens.
0: Yeah, um, the FBI is listening in, intently on us, and yeah. now the brick lovers of America have found their home. Yep, <laughs> is I do. We do. There's
1: one thing where even if you are a brick skeptic, I think you will get some enjoyment out of this. Brick so skeptic. my family, we, we are manufacturers. So we actually are, are know, we making is this
2: that we don't believe in bricks? Exactly. I'd like exactly. to know no, what a brick it's skeptic a, is. Br- bricks it's a are just
1: thing, a brick you know? denier. Don't in bricks. It's like the birds aren't real thing. Uh, it's, they it's aren't. Like that. Yeah.
0: Bricks are so, a tool yeah, of oh, the just, bourgeoisie. Yes, Speaking
1: are. of the FBI, but... uh mm-hmm. So, so we're manufacturers. Just make the bricks. So it's not the actual building. It's not yeah. the design. Right. Um, they work with those people, but the people who do the the building are, are masons, and it's right. it's a uh, it's a highly skilled position. People spend years training for masonry um, and there are you know parts of the country where there are more more masons or fewer masons so california brick isn't as big as it is in like the southeast or the northeast for example right. so masons are kind of rarer and it's a little more expensive to get to get a mason especially a good mason but the fun thing is and i promise this is fun you should look this up later
0: I'm ready is there is an
1: it. annual convention in las vegas
0: of course called the yes. world of
1: concrete oh, oh shit real. And every year at the World of Concrete, there is what is referred to as the Super Bowl of Masonry. Uh, and it yes. is a masonry competition where uh, these teams of elite masons, brick masons oh, work together to build kind of a little s- section of a, a, a wall, basically, and it and are judged and like the on best. their speed, their accuracy, and like how good the wall is. Oh, I love it is go to that. Glorious. There <laughs> oh are there God. are clips online. Yes. I really recommend looking up World of Concrete Masonry Competition. It's it's Not amazing. Bad. I mean it really is this very technical, very skillful thing uh.
0: this this is now whenever I say I'm gonna shit a brick I think this has a whole new <laughs> there's meaning there's so now.
1: much to it
0: there yeah. is so much to it <laughs> this was teach me something good I'm Coriana Tato and I'm Katie Overby Email us comments, questions criticisms or concerns to podcast at teachme.show
2: or you can tweet us we're at Teach Me Show on Twitter.
0: Visit our website for more episodes at teachme.show.
2: And if you like what you heard, we'd love a review on your podcasting platform of choice. Thanks
0: and, and bye. bye. Thanks for listening to the Apocalypse Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, go to ApocalypsePodcastNetwork.com. And remember, every time you support one of our sponsors, you're supporting the podcast you just heard.